Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my friend who does love a good season finale. Frank, how are you today? Oh man, I am I am sitting here thinking to myself how much I love a good season finale, and uh, we got to watch a couple of them this week, so I'm I'm excited to yeah. uh, boy to talk we. about all that. Mm-hmm. We did watch quite a few. So, Frank, before we talk about our favorite season finales, could you tell me what you're drinking? I have been enjoying quite a bit of uh, the Omission Golden Ale. Ooh, tell me more. Yeah, uh, Omission Brewing. Uh, you're you're familiar, I know. Uh, I am familiar. It's quite yeah, good. It is quite good. It is quite good. Uh, yeah, my. So, uh, my my wife recently found out that she has a gluten sensitivity. Um, mm. so uh, to which she was you know a little a little bummed about at first. Um, because she does love bread. So uh, to to make her feel better about it, I I got her a couple of gluten free treats. One of which uh, was a six pack of Omission Golden Ale and. Um, she's been loving it. I've been loving it. We've been, we've been enjoying it. It's a great beer, man. I say this every time omission comes up, but I just, it's the one, it's one, one of the few sort of, I don't know what I'd call it, but one of the few beers that says like, oh, we're, you know, this free, like we're low carb or we're gluten free or whatever it is. It's one of the few ones where you don't feel like you're making a trade off. You're not like, well, it's low carb. So like, you know, McUltra, like it doesn't taste that great, but it's beer. Yep. Um, I agree. It's, this is. Omission is one of the few ones where I'm like, no, this is just legitimately good beer, and it happens to not have gluten. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. Omission is, their IPA is really good for a gluten-free IPA, mm-hmm. for a wheatless IPA. and But I think the lager is my favorite, actually. Mm. It's just like, it's refreshing at the same time, and yep. I think that's what, I think that's what really does it for me. I am not drinking a, I am not drinking a, gluten-free beer shame on me mm-hmm. shame shame on me frank i am drinking a two roads tanker truck sour it's a passion fruit ghost mm. and it is it is delectable frank it is so it's speaking of refreshing really but you know that ghost tends to be like just sometimes it's a little ghost can be a little too sour but this yep. one is just right like yep. not not like biting into a lemon but mm-hmm. like sniffing a lemon I'm not a big fan of sours. Ghosts are, are the like the one of the few varieties that I'm not crazy about. So, uh, I'm glad you're enjoying this because I this is something that I would probably not bring to the show. So I'm I love I love it. So it's it's uh, passion fruit. You said it's passion fruit ghost. Hmm. Yeah. So it has more of a a sweetness than a tangyness to it or a sourness to it, which which I like. But there's just a hint of sour hmm. that you know, it's not like. You know, like squ- like it's just not like a a lemon drop or something like that. 
Okay, yeah, that's you know, sort of how we are like. I, uh, and I like I like a lot of sour, like like candies and things. faces. Yeah, yeah, sour, yeah, sour face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't love like a gosa or a sour beer. Like uh, even some saisons are too sour, uh, for my taste. So uh, yeah, lovely sauce. How I love lace so That's good. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> don't call Why me do stupid. I do call my ju- I don't know. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're here to talk about the state of the Arrowverse. Frank. Yes. We they they've all pretty much ra- they've all pretty much wrapped up. But at least the ones that we watch, Arrow, Supergirl, and the Flash. I no, I sh- I have not watched Legends this season, which is a shame because I've really enjoyed it the past couple of years. It's just it doesn't impact. It doesn't have an impact the same way that the other shows do on one another. So it's easier right. to just it's easier to sit out. But I've only heard excellent things, and so but I I will catch up this summer to make sure I am ready for I am ready for the crossover next next year. So Frank, let's start with Arrow. What did you think of the Arrow finale? Um, I found the, the Star City 2049, whatever year they're in. 2040. Um, 2040. Um, I found that story actually to be, I love the way they tied it together with the present day. Oh, Um, that's really not what I was expecting you to say at all. Wow. Okay, good. I was, I was generally sort of not that interested in that storyline at the beginning. And then as it, it it quickly uh, and clearly became more and more directly related with what we were all seeing. Um, you know, with sort of seeing that, okay, things that are happening in the present day are clearly having a, you know, like sort of pulls a, pulls a marionette string in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it all tied together. I thought really well, I thought really well. So yeah, it was, it was cool. It was, I actually enjoyed it more than I expected. I would, the Emiko storyline. I was, I, I was a little, I don't know. It, it, it just, didn't do a lot for me it it actually felt like they it, it actually felt like that wasn't what they were supposed to do with her and then they were like oh you know what she's not working so let's just make her the bad guy and that, that's sort of what it, that's sort of what it seemed like and and it, it felt very i guess my my real issue with it was that it felt very decompressed it felt like they could have mm-hmm. done that storyline in a couple of episodes and had it been like a three episode arc um and instead, they had it being sort of the whole second half of the season. The, the pacing of this season was a little funky for me because we started with Diaz again, and we started with the prison stuff, and it kind of felt like they they just it felt like season whatever the last season was, part two. Yeah, you know, I think it is. I haven't been thrilled with the the villains on Arrow for two seasons now. Mm. Prometheus was the last good one. Oh yeah, Prometheus yeah, was I good. agree. And the and the these Ricardo Diaz was lame and and now Emiko was kind of lame and even the um uh what is it the Dante the triangle the the, the hell circles the, the whatever this ninth new, uh ninth circle ninth circle yeah thanks um that's a really recent comic thing that's only a couple of years ago you know to bring to bring Dante in and all that and they were also just kind of there you know. It was just like a throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. And by the end of this episode, by the end of the season, I was kind of like, I'm glad that it's ending. 
Yeah. I'm glad Arrow's over. Not that I don't. I mean, I always find Stephen Amell a pleasure to watch. I agree. Like, I agree. Always. I, he's, like, he's a scene stealer. Yeah, if he if he like sideway like sideline his way into another show, I'd be like, great, I'll watch you on there. Yeah, but I the twenty the future stuff I really didn't care about. There are good glimmers of stuff that I care about a little bit. I found the actress who played Mia good. Like I found her like I was interested when she was on screen. I found same myself interested when she was on screen, and not really anybody else. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, and Felicity, like older Felicity. Older um, Felicity, yes. I'm a little yeah. tired of regular Felicity. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I, no, I mean, I. but as far as the future stuff goes, I cared about Mia and I cared about Felicity. Didn't care as much about William. Didn't really care about, like, the Glades. I <laughs> didn't really, didn't, you know, and, and even, even, like, older Dinah and, like, oh, things like that. Yeah, yeah, like, it was cool i guess but i don't have the same no i still feel like dinah's a relatively new character on the show so i didn't have the same connection of like wow there's dinah older as i did with like whoa felicity like that that, that that's a great point i i did feel that way also i think that felicity's makeup was like her old make like they had almost like perfected it at that like at that mm. point but some of their sometimes uh you know wild dog looked like he was in a school play the way that like yeah, his hair yeah. was gray and things like that, just it wasn't working. It wasn't working for me. I did like some of the culture they had created in the future, the like the Deathstroke gang and things like that. I was invested in those things, okay, but not, but I not enough because the show didn't give me enough of them. Okay, you know, I was like, oh, what's that about? And then we never really got an answer. Although the Zeta project, the you know this, the, you know can take out any meta, blah blah blah, that kind of thing is a that is the Zeta project from when we were kids. Remember Zeta, the, the um, the robot that's like friends with the kids on Kids WB. <sighs> I don't. It was it. It was it's in the um, Timverse. Like, the Timverse, yeah. I don't think it was his show, but like Batman was on it at one time and whatever else. So that. So that was like a oh that's a deep DC pull and an animated pull and all that stuff but like oh yeah I don't remember the show but look at that it's yep see, Dietrich there it is. Bader and mm-hmm. Kurtwood Smith and Michael Rosenbaum yep there you go wow all right yep. yeah no I I did not watch this and I I don't I, the pictures are not ringing a bell but I'm I'm throw this in the show notes I'm sure yeah. people know it yeah but. so like stuff like that was was cool but ultimately it, there wasn't enough super heroics maybe or it was a little too grime and gritty it was a little too grimy i'm not really sure what it was but it, it really wasn't doing it for me this yeah this season felt a little too like oh superheroes nonsense yeah <clears throat> that's true um it, it it did it did but in the end in the end i enjoyed i enjoyed where the story went more much more than i expected to like, last last 10 minutes it's that last, the last 10, ten minutes. minutes. This these shows have and and I enjoyed the Flash a bit more. We'll get there, but mm-hmm. but sort of as a rule, they're they're kind of you know they're crushing it with the last few minutes of these finales. I agree. Uh, they've really perfected that, and and they they really know how to hype me up for for what comes next uh, in terms of what comes next within these series, and then what comes next in Crisis. Yep. You know, I'm I am completely with you that the. 
some my a friend of mine actually said on the Arrow finale that it felt like a series finale. Like if that's where the show ended, that's where it the feels, show ended. It feels like they they wrote an ending and then they got their their pickup for ten more episodes, and so they they rearranged something. Um, but it felt like that was meant to be a series finale, like them them having their honeymoon and mm-hmm. living their their life and having the baby and all this stuff in the cabin in the woods, and then Oliver being called away kind of felt like that's where arrow ends and we would get a couple episodes of of oliver mm-hmm. in crisis and that would be the end um is sort of my guess as to what they were planning um and then you know for for whatever host of reasons they decided let's give them 10 more episodes to wrap things up and mm-hmm. i almost feel like it's not necessary but but i guess we'll see we'll see i mean we certainly we certainly will see but um yeah, I don't know. Just um yeah, I don't know. It was all I don't know where the next I don't know where they would go from there cuz it felt like everything was fine. And is it like Oliver's adventures with the monitor? That doesn't feel right. That feels like a weird last 10 episodes. It does. And what do you do without Felicity? Like we know that Emily Betricards is is done. That's so right. That's right. How do you do this without Felicity? Especially now that they're like they're married and they're living their life in the woods. I'm I'm very curious. I'm very, very curious how that goes. But clearly they felt like it was necessary to get, you know, an, enough episodes to cap off the story in a satisfying way or in a way that they feel is fitting to send off Oliver. So well, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's finish talking arrow, let's talk flash, and then we'll save all the crisis stuff for the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So so flash. F- flash. Yeah. Um I I loved this season. I did and I didn't love this season. I think the beginning of the season was really strong, and I think the middle kind of dragged, and then it picked up again in the end. That's what this show does. I feel like it always starts strong, it always drags in the middle, and then it always finishes on a high note. And I think that's one of the things that like sort of proves that we really only need like 13 episodes to tell these stories well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if you're dragging in the middle, those are the things I don't care about. And I can watch the beginning and the end and I get most of the story. And, you know, because then I have to like, because I get bored. So I stop watching and I'm like, oh, I should really watch again because, you know, it's ending. So then I I binge six or seven episodes and I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. It got really good in the last three. That is exactly what I did. I literally binged seven episodes of The Flash Mm -hmm. this weekend. (laughs) Wow! Yeah, that's pretty much what I did last weekend. Yeah, I had two long bus rides this weekend, so I uh, I I used them to to watch the Flash. And yeah, yeah, wow, that was. uh, I'm I'm really glad that I binged them though, because I feel like I benefited from from that. I feel like if I'd watched them over the course of seven weeks, that I might not have been as invested and as excited. The I might have Mm -hmm. lost momentum from week to week. Mm -hmm. Uh, But watching the episodes the way I did, it was just beautiful to watch and so much fun to watch. Uh, the whole fawn thing unfold, uh, and seeing seeing um, Nora's Nora's connection there and her transformation. Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, it, it, for no, it's worth it almost for Nora's character growth and her arc. I'm very surprised that she's done. Like I was like I was like wow, one season, not what I was expecting. And truly, like Iris crying at the end and holding each other. I was like, wow, I'm actually heartbroken. Like I am like I'm verklempt 
right I now. Know. I was really feeling it. And which crazy is like, yes, it's their daughter, but it's their grown adult daughter. Right. Who it, they haven't raised yet. Right. And so for them to have the feel this connection, I don't know if it's weird or heartwarming. It's like, I don't know what it is exactly, but, um, but I, I enjoyed all of that. I enjoyed all of that very much. I think that the problem with Flash this season was that this, the both cicadas were so boring. <laughs> they were kind of, yes, they were boring villains. They were um, so boring. Yeah. I didn't care at all. It's like, it's lucky that Nora was so great because, yeah. because cicadas were just truly terrible. And the only thing that made this season like, like really ramp and good is the reveal of Fawn helping Nora. And where that led. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. Uh, Cicada was not necessarily a like strong enough villain to carry the season. Um, not no. even with two of them. No. And, and the guy, especially the male Cicada, I can't remember his name, is like, he's not a good actor. No. Was, no. He's not. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. It's just over the top. But, uh, but I loved uh, female Cicada. Did you recognize her? Yes, yeah, she was on Smallville. She was, yeah, Alicia. she was Alicia. I know. That's yeah. why I remember when I told you, I was like, oh, you're going to like who's coming on The Flash next. Oh, you're going to yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. you told me that. Yes, mm -hmm. you did. Yeah, yes. Oh, yes. Right. I recognized her right away. She was better, but I, I just, by that point, I was really like, all right, Cicadas. Yeah, you're that's, powerful. I get oh, it. I could not agree more. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Like, had she been the, like the first Cicada to arrive, maybe I would have been more interested. Hard to say. Um, and but I think, yeah, honestly, I think, the, I think the concept worked and even like the, oh, he's caring for his knees. Like, I think all of that actually technically worked. I just, he was not good. And it, like, I was so uninterested in him. Yeah. Like, I just didn't feel any emotional connection to what, what he was offering. Um, however, I did love Ralph Divney this season, who was yeah. on a grand uh, scope of be like a grand detective run this year and i i really enjoyed that and and it paid off in the end like they they paid it off with him actually figuring out that like this was all related to thon the the dagger and everything was related to thon and that he was going to use it um you know the fact that ralph pieced that together is actually really like next level stuff for him and shows how much he's grown as a detective mm -hmm. i agree did you catch at the end the file that he opened was sue what sue's file yeah yeah, mm -hmm. I mean that gets me all kinds of excited. Obviously, like because you know how much I love the Dibneys. The Dibneys um, are great, mm -hmm. and I I haven't really historically loved this take on Ralph and and sort of his demeanor, uh, generally speaking, uh, until this season. So uh, it's been it's it's been a growth for him. It has been yeah. a lot of growth for him, and I'm glad because I was just like so over him before. But now, if if Sue might be coming into the picture, I'll be so excited. Hey, people change, and so I think right? like you know he's like in his middle ground right now, and Sue's the thing that's going to like push him into the who he's supposed to who he's supposed to be. That's so what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping man. for. Yeah, crazy that this is Cisco's last. This was Cisco's last season too. So. Is Carlos Valdez done? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I see. I didn't know that. I didn't. I did not know that. Um, I, I I missed that. And and so when he gave away his powers, I wasn't sure if that meant he was done with the show or if he was just gonna be, you know, Cisco again, like he was in the first couple seasons before he had powers. And yeah, no, um, he's he's done. Yeah, I'm and gone. I had actually forgotten until like the second to last episode. It was like, 
oh, take away my powers, whatever. And I was like, oh, right, you're done. I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. So that's that makes me sad because he's one of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, you know, his his dynamic um, adds a lot. You know, it's it's sort of like when we lost Win on Supergirl. You know, there's there's a certain, mm-hmm. uh, but 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 more. I think I think he's more tied into the fabric of the show. I agree because I think that so Felicity is really like the template for like the like the clever. I say funny things, whatever. But but Cisco is really. She might be the. It's almost like um, if Felicity is. Hmm, how do I think about this? Oh, so if Felicity is, um, Blade, Cisco mm. is X Men, and mm. and um, Win is Sp- the first Spider Man. You know what I mean? It's like improving the formula, like kicking off the superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're getting closer to what the people want and need and things like that. And I and Chloe Sullivan is Superman the movie. And Chloe Sullivan is Superman the movie. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about Chloe anymore. So I talk about Chloe. I just don't talk about Allison uh, Mack anymore. Good, good separation. I like that. So, so, but is uh, so who who's gonna who's gonna fill that role of naming? Of naming bad guys terrible names. I don't know, man. Like, who can? Ralph. That, that's the probably uh, Ralph, I guess. Yeah. But has he shown a talent for naming naming heroes? I don't know. Honestly, I think if you were gonna fill the void like this again, you need a Harrison Wells to do it. The new oh, Harrison Wells. Yes. Oh, that would be great. That mm-hmm. would be a great way to do it. Yeah, like like a a um almost like a Cisco type. Harrison Wells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could that would be awesome. Like yeah, it, it makes sense that Harrison Wells is always like a genius and always, you know, like he could totally do that work. That's and right. And if you gave him that person that kind of a personality, mm-hmm. that would be a great way to do it. I and, love that. And a new personality that we have not yet seen from him because that's Harrison part of the stick of the yeah. show, right? You know, giving a new Harrison Wells every year kind I, of thing. I I have really come to look forward to that every season now. I didn't think that I would and I like love it. I know. I didn't think I would either. I was like, oh, they're keeping Tom Cavanaugh around. All right. Interesting move. I love that they keep Tom Cavanaugh around because I love Tom Cavanaugh. Me too. I was glad they did. I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure how they'd do it, uh, you know, after season one. And uh, I'm so glad that they have. And I'm really have. Yeah, it's now a thing that I look forward to every year. It's like an annual like ritual tradition of like, oh, well, what what kind of wells are we going to get next time? What's your favorite Harrison Wells? Like, Um, like you have regular pre-Thon Harrison Wells, you have... Well, I don't know if you can count Thon as Harrison Wells, so yeah, let's ignore yes, that yeah, one. Really. He's just Thon. Yeah. And you have Harry. You have um, Sherlock. 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 And you have... Um, <laughs> the, um, what, what do they call him? The drummer guy. Um, oh, yeah. Um, shoot. H W H something yeah, I can't I can't remember H G yeah I can't H G maybe I can't remember but either way I'm not sure which one's my favorite but mm. I, I think it might have been Harry because I I enjoy how grumpy Harry is yeah I did love Harry but I also liked like original original formula Harrison Wells like like O G although Wells but was... we don't really know that Harrison that's what I mean we don't really because it's he was. You it was thought. well, yeah. I guess I guess I I like the idea of him. <laughs> I liked who he was pretending to be when he was thought. Yes, I um, I agree with that too. Yeah, I agree yeah. But that. Harry, Harry, we we logged a lot of time with Harry, so I feel like we you know we got to know him pretty well. Mm, that's true. 
Yeah, we did log a lot of time with Harry. So HR, it, it was HR. HR, that's it. That's right. So we got a couple of nice that like uh, Caitlin has a, maybe a new Killer Frost outfit on the way. You know, yeah. most definitely actually because Cisco made it for her before he took off. Yeah. Always nice. Who's going to make the costumes? Oh, Cisco. So many questions. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited to see where it goes next. But I really loved the fight with Thawne at the end. Like, it just feels like such a big deal when he's on screen. Like, yeah. it feels like real danger. It felt more dangerous in the last half of this episode or in the, you know, like after cicadas were taken care of, like, it felt far more dangerous for Harrison, for Eobard Thawne to be around than it has all season. I agree. I agree. And I, I, I feel like that was a, I mean, yeah, he, he was more dangerous than the cicadas felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also that, that countdown clock that they they instituted yep. mm-hmm. a few episodes away from the end that added a lot of like suspense and anticipation for me um where now i was excited for like oh man there's only 15 minutes left how can this like to think that most of his plan played out for him in the course of like the last hour before his execution yeah that's because people kept time traveling back into the room that all happened in an hour that's a really good point so really, wow! What a what a busy hour that was. It's for him. Like, that's like Lex Luthor level sort of like uh, mastery of the plan, and that's why I think I like Thawne so much because it's he's not just like I'm fast. He's like I'm smart and yeah. I'm also fast. Mm-hmm. Like I actually don't need the speed to defeat you. I can defeat you because I'm smart. Yeah, and that's what I really I really like about him. The powers he, just make him scary. Yeah. Oh man, when he like when the when the power goes out or like the thing and he just takes out the whole room and then the ring comes and then the suit comes out of the ring but then it rewinds backwards oh so good so cool so good i love me some eobard thon reverse flash slash professor zoom Mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah I, i i love him i love it yeah so yeah yeah, so I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the season. I enjoyed the season not as much as some others in some ways, but also a lot more in other ways. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like upper middle, I guess, for me. I think the first would, season is just so good. It's been so hard to defeat, <sighs> like get past how good that first season is, and I'm afraid to revisit it. That maybe it's not as good as I remember. Me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah, I do wonder if it's as good as I remember, or if I just sort of put it on a pedestal. Mm. But th- this continues to be one of my favorite shows on television. Yeah. And I, I look forward to it. Oh, Captain Joe West. That's great. Captain Joe. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, I'm so glad. Chief Singh. Yeah. I'm always worried that they're going to kill off Joe. Me I'm too. Always, I, it's like this always... weird fear that like, that's it. You're done. And, but no, he likes it. He keeps coming back. So I'm so glad. Me too. Me too. Love Jesse L. Martin. Oh, so much. Yeah. It's such, even just being in the background of a scene, he just, just he's lovely you know but uh, honestly i think he likes it there and it's an easy gig for him so you know yeah and now he's got cecile and the baby you know so yeah you gotta... and he has a real story i like cecile a lot she... i love her i love mm-hmm. them as a team like mm-hmm. working cases as a team yep it's all it all works so beautifully i think that's what it is i think the flashes 
entire team is real strong in a way that say like arrows isn't really like not everybody fits in their pieces the same way and so i think that's kind of that's kind of where arrow has been faltering for me in the past couple past couple of years it didn't always used to be that way speaking of arrow um john diggle is actually john diggle stewart so he's really john stewart yeah um i'm sorry uh, I, I can we can we can I please I, can I please have a Green Lantern please? please? I just don't know if that's like fan service or if that's like this is don't worry crisis, but also probably. But maybe I don't want to. Oh, well, I mean, we did get myself into that. Somebody did think he was Green Lantern last. You know, uh, at uh, at uh, that's Elseworlds. that's true. Like, oh, John, you're not wearing your ring. Oh, yeah, maybe Jay Garrick did. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. totally forgot about that. Oh, yes, do it. Look, if you can make Supergirl fly every week and shoot, like you can make, you can have Green Lantern. I just, I actually don't understand why we haven't seen that. Do you think they'd ever give him his own show? I would watch that so fast. Like in the arrow time slot, but in the in the winter? After the ten seasons ten episodes are done? I would watch that so fast. <sighs> I would watch that I would watch that so hard. Well, oh I think Legends is taking the place of Arrow. So like when Le- okay. so when, when Arrow wraps, it's it becomes Legends. Okay. Okay. All right. That's I, I'm pretty sure that's that's where they're going. Maybe they split I mean, yeah. So far, they've been splitting the season with Black Lightning and and Legends. Like maybe you give Green Green uh, Lantern true. and Black Lightning split the time slot. It would seem fitting that the the like spinoff. Well, I mean, there's all kind of spinoffs of Arrow, but like the true spinoff of Arrow, the show about the Green Arrow is the show about the Green Lantern. Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yeah, they were Biffles and friends. They were. That would that would. Be really cool. Anyway, well, that, that was an interesting tangent. Oh, but then I just feel like now I just want a Green Lantern, Green Arrow show, and I'm not going to get that. Maybe that's what the 10 episodes are, Frank. Oh, give me that. Yeah. Give me that. I want it. Anyway, Frank, I, I'm satisfied with these two seasons. Honestly, though, this is not biased because of Supergirl TV talk or anything like that. I honestly think Supergirl had the best season out of these three shows that we watch. Um, I think so, too. I think so, too. But Flash was a pretty strong contender at some points. Yeah. I also noticed there was a lot of commonalities across the shows. Like, there, there's, like, a cure that we're trying to, to give somebody to depower them. There is, um, there's, like family separated by by several years in time travel like these are things that are recurring in a couple of the shows mm. in arrow in flash in particular those two shows are mirroring each other a lot and then with supergirl and flash both having the cure that they were trying to get like a, a superhero or a superpower cure um there's a lot of sort of re like bar- borrowed concepts happening in, in similar time frames and i i can't help but shake the feeling that's not totally a coincidence that they sort of like have a couple of sort of storylines that they're they're sharing with one another in in, in some way like let's do a different take on this sort of similar different spin on this similar concept man i honestly did not connect that at all but you're so right there were a lot of similar concepts I mean, maybe I was seeing it more because I was binging them so like you know the trends sort of become more obvious to you then but 
um, yeah, there were some similar things. They were exploring different ideas similarly. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'm not opposed. I mean, certainly I think you're right, but, and I mean, you know, the writers write in LA for all of the shows. That's where the offices are. So it's not unlikely for them to like get lunch and be like, Oh, what, what you doing? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So, Oh, that's a good idea. I could run with something like that. I don't think it's a mandatory synergy or anything like that. I'm not saying that. No, no, not necessarily. Um, but I do wonder if they're sort of like, Oh, that's an interesting concept. Here's my spin on that. Yep. I, you know, yep. I mean, it's possible. I mean, they are in some ways all pretty much comic book tropes when you get down to it. That's true. That's true. I just find the timing of it kind of, Notable. I think you're absolutely right, and I did not consider that at all. But you're a smart man, and I consider what you say to a highest esteem. So, Frank, I think that I, I'm satisfied with this. I'm satisfied all around. But honestly, Supergirl was the. I mean, the other ones left like, oh, the Monitor and Felicity's off going off into the future. Okay, that's fine. And then Flash. What does the Monitor do? I don't remember. I know Eobard Thon's like, I'll see you in our next crisis, which is a great line. Yeah, I did love that. Because you know, that means you know Eobard Thon's coming back for the crisis. But I mean that we've already known that because it's been in the newspaper, right? You know. Right. Oh, we saw the we saw the newspaper update and we saw that the date got pushed back to 2019. That's right. That's right. So we saw that and... I guess we didn't actually get the monitor in that episode. We just got the clock flipping. Oh, okay. Oh, so he really only showed up in Arrow and Supergirl. Okay. It flipped back. We know the crisis is coming sooner rather than later, which is kind of lame tag because we already knew that, but that's okay. Whatever. doesn't matter. So, Frank, do you have any crisis thoughts or do you want to save that for a future date? You know, at this at this point, I think maybe we should save it because I think we can do a whole episode on that. I think we should both read Crisis on Infinite Earths and then come back Ooh, and talk about that. Yes. And then we could talk about what we think is coming. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So, no, the, the monitor didn't show back up, but we got the newspaper and the, and the, the headline. Uh, I'm sorry, the dateline changing to 2019. So that that's definitely what happened there. Yeah, let's, let's both um, reread Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, and then talk about what pieces we think they're gonna they're gonna pull from the book, uh, and and what breadcrumbs they've laid for us um, that that would be fun if they if they were able to make them pan out, and how all the the three finales connected. Yeah, man, that sounds great. All right, well then you can find us on Beer with Geeks at Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter. You can rate and review us on iTunes, and find us all other places podcasts can be found. You can. Check out all other Thought Bubble Audio shows at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, and you can certainly head over to Patreon.com slash Audio to give us some money to keep the lights on and things such as that. Frank, it's always a pleasure talking to you on this fine day. Always and, a blast, my friend. And every day. So until next time, cheers. cheers.